fighting for freedom every day. They are absolutely desperate to pretend the last four years never happened and for them to go back to what they like to do before, which is create these massive spending bills to pretend that it's really, really important to you when you only get about 5% of what's in the bill and they can't do it because we're aware of it. We're paying attention to it and they don't like that. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. I have to admit, you ever been to one of those scenarios where you think you know everything about your community, but yet you don't really know as much as you thought about your community? I had one of those moments over the weekend as we went on Saturday. I did my local program here in Wichita, Kansas, where I'm based out of. Ended up doing the local show, and we found out that Saturday was really cool. Hopefully you got to enjoy this with either your kids or grandkids or yourself and got to go out and enjoy over the weekend. Saturday was National Smithsonian Museum Day. Cool. Got some tickets where it was free to go to a museum anywhere in the country. and Certain museums, I think, that was partnering with the actual promotion, and it was really neat. I had no idea where I'm at here in Wichita, Kansas, that there was a museum for uh, world treasures. I've lived in Wichita for seven years now. had no idea that there is a museum for world treasures in Wichita, Kansas. I, we showed up with little voice of reason. She had a heyday. It was with the uh, actual dinosaur bones there. There were actual mummies from Egypt. There was a piece of the Berlin Wall there. There was so much cool stuff. I lived in Wichita for seven years. I have no idea that there was actually a history of world treasures in Wichita, Kansas. It was really neat. So hopefully you had a great weekend. Boy, do we have a lot to get to today on a Monday now that we feel recharged after the holiday celebration. Not really a holiday. A weekend's a holiday, I guess, for many individuals. For not, and then hopefully you can get some time off here relatively soon. Welcome in. Broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station. I am all over the country. Radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting wherever you may be. Your millennial general reporting for duty like we do every single day. It's going to be a fun show for you today. Tisha Powell, she is the author of the book Liberal Lies, Discover the Lies Being Told by the Liberal Media and the Establishment. How do you counter some of the arguments made by the progressive left wackadoodles? How do you counter it in a common-sense, reasonable approach and actually try to promote truth, common sense, and reason in today's age? I know it's very difficult, but that's what we try to promote here. I love to discuss the other side of the aisle. I love to debate the other side of the aisle. Unfortunately, they don't like to debate. So now the next big question is, how do you counter their liberal lies? Because if you tell a lie long enough, sometimes people begin to believe that it's actually fact. It doesn't become fact, but people begin to believe that it actually becomes fact. So how do you counter it and expose the lies? And for the ones that they have been telling for a really, really, really long time, how do you prove that that's actually not the case? We'll talk with Tisha Powell at the bottom of the hour. Super excited to chat with her. I am very disturbed, though, and I found this pro. I, I found this article on Friday that I wanted to get to, and we didn't get a chance to talk about it. But the attack from the progressives are getting worse by the day. Worse by the day. Now, we are eight months into the Biden administration, like eight months as of today or tomorrow, whenever the inauguration was, the 20th, 21st, 20th, whatever, eight months into the Biden administration. Now, overall, other than some executive orders, Joe Biden has not been able to get much done. He did pass a massive stimulus for the COVID-19 during his reign because what Donald Trump did before wasn't big enough or good enough, so we had to do that. Now we have the universal basic income, I mean the child tax credit that's coming in. We had another COVID-19 stimulus payment. They're looking at permanentizing the universal basic, I mean the child tax credit uh, by after January because supposedly it's going to end at the end of December, but I highly doubt it, so that'll get permanentized. We've continued to extend the COVID-19 unemployment benefits, although those are officially done 
but yet we still have people going back into the workforce, which I find really, really interesting as some are just going back to the regular statewide unemployment benefits. We have that. We have the HR1, which is the voting bill. We have a new voting bill that's coming up. We have the infrastructure package. We have the $3.5 trillion spending package. All of that consumed by massive, ridiculous, absurd, just left-wing rhetoric of just spending on stupid things that the government's not supposed to be spending on. We already know this. We've talked a lot about it. But something within the $3.5 trillion spending bill caught my eye that's really, really concerning. Now, some of my listeners already know this because they've sent me letters that they've sent to their elected officials on their response. And I give you massive kudos for focusing on this because I don't know if we realize how dangerous this actually is. How absurdly dangerous this actually is. The proposal, and this was broke apparently by PolitiFact tried to quote unquote correct and actually, you know, lay out the real facts here and try to counter what Alex Jones had posted on his InfoWar website of the conspiracy oriented website by Alex Jones, saying that the Biden administration's Treasury Department wants the IRS to monitor transactions of all U.S. accounts of over $600. Which is actually kind of true, and while PolitiFact tried to deny this and try to give us the correct information, they pretty much validated it based on defining it and giving a more deeper explanation of really the $600. Imagine, if you will, getting an automatic paycheck, a direct deposit into your account, paying bills, paying your mortgage, purchasing something, anything that's over $600 being reported to the IRS. Could you imagine the federal government would essentially be federalizing all of the financial institutions in running your bank accounts, knowing exactly what you do? Now, they already know a lot of what you do based on the smart TVs with the camera watching you eating Cheetos in your boxers. I know you do it. Don't try to deny it. They know exactly what you're watching. They know exactly what you're doing. They know exactly what you're talking about. We have our cell phones that collect the metadata each and Every day where they track your GPS on where you travel to and from when you go to work, where you go to work, what your routines actually are. They listen to your conversations as well. You talk to your spouse about going on a trip. All of a sudden you have advertisements on your phone about cruises. I do that quite a bit about purchasing a firearm or I talk about it with, uh, you know, different uh, equipment I need for the Hoosier Media Network. And all of a sudden I have equipment like microphones on sale and mic booms on sale and different soundboards on sale. And I, you know, uh, talking about political issues and more political issues and articles start popping up on follow this app and you can get the latest news. You know what happens. It already happens. There's no denying that it doesn't happen. Now, imagine taking that and tying it in with your finances. Every single thing. Imagine what that would do to an economy to where if you're spending money on something they don't like, they shut down your bank accounts. According to PolitiFact, who's trying to deny the accusations by the conspiracy-oriented Alex Jones and InfoWars website, which, believe what you want about Alex Jones, I find him quite entertaining. Do I believe everything he says? I agree with them politically. I think he takes things to a little bit more hyperbolic level for the entertainment value, but that's his shtick. I try to uh, talk straight with you know, reason and common sense. He takes it a little bit more to the hyperbolic level for the entertainment purpose. And it's extremely entertaining, which is why he does so well. And he's a national talk show host. According to PolitiFact, who's trying to denounce what Alex Jones had said. Here's what the proposal is. The Treasury Department made the proposal back in May of 2021. The Senate Finance and House Ways and Means Committees could adopt it as part of the budget reconciliation legislation they're considering, meaning it's in the $3.5 trillion federal budget that if they pass it, this could be implemented. And here's what it does. Under the measure, 
according to PolitiFact.com. Financial institutions would be required to annually report gross inflows and outflows. For those of you that don't know, any income check, if you get paid from direct deposit, if you have a check that you deposit, if you have cash that goes in, that's a consistent basis of $600 or more. Any income, a gross income after taxes that goes in of $600 or more. That's very easy because most people make you know a lot more than that on a paycheck. Some don't, some do. In outflows of all business and personal accounts, including bank, loan, and investment accounts, if the inflows and outflows on the account total at least $600 in a year, in a year, or if the account has a fair market value of at least $600, meaning if you have a paycheck that goes in that's $600 or more in a year, I'm pretty sure just about everybody in the country does, or an outflow. You have a mortgage payment, you have a student loan payment, you have a car payment, you pay your utilities, you pay your property tax, whatever, that's at least $600, which is pretty much everything in the country, then the financial institution would be required to report your account to the IRS to track those specific amounts. Now, according to this, they try to water this down by saying it's really not that bad, don't worry about it. They try to say, if uh, here's their example they give. If you have at least $600 in your bank account, the bank would require to report that amount of any debts or credits, any money going in or out to the account of that account to the IRS. If the debts and credits that flow through the account add up to at least $600, including deposited paychecks or electronic payments through smartphone apps, that would be totaled as reported as well. Here's the crazy part. This also includes if you use Venmo, if you use Cash App, if you use... What's the big one? Um, the other online things that you use. I'm trying to think what the other one is. I use Venmo quite a bit, but if you use any of these, if you use Venmo, PayPal, or Cash App, any of those that amounts to $600 or more in a year, it would be reported to the IRS. Now, having a financial backing myself and a, a background in banking, having been a personal banker for, I don't know, four or five years, and understanding the system, we use things, and it's called different things at different banks, and you probably know those if you run a business, if you do large deposits. We would use something at our bank, we call it a CTR, a Currency Transaction Report, to where if you were depositing, if you had a business account coming in and depositing in a single transaction $10,000 of cash or $10,000 on a penny or more, or if they withdrew cash of $10,000 and a penny or more, we would have to fill out a, tran a, a currency transaction report, a CTR, where it would be a government document we had to fill out on what the bank account was, all the information of the client, their their social security number. They would know that we're filling this. We're like, hey, by the way, I got to fill this out for you. They would have to uh, be acknowledged of it. We'd fill it out exactly how much it was for, what it was for, uh, either a deposit or a withdrawal, and then we would send that to the IRS. It was our duty as a banker that we had to submit these documents. And these documents came about after the creation of the, the Department of Homeland Security and the attacks on September 11th, because the government thought that if you were handling massive amounts of cash, then you need to be somewhat suspect of terrorist activity, and therefore, you know, you're doing things on the black market, you're doing things illegally, and we need to track you to make sure that you're doing it all right. Now, if it's a normal thing with your business, then it would obviously be flagged to be like, all right, they're good, it's just the flow of what they do, because that's the type of business they are. If you are a, or a car wash, or if you're a stripper, I guess, I mean, if you're walking into the bank with a stripper with $10,000 in cash, then good for you, because... Damn. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of people paying a lot of money to see, but that's just an example. If you're walking in or out, either depositing or withdrawing, but it had to be cash. 
It just had to be cash. It wasn't a check. It wasn't a direct deposit. It wasn't any. It was cash only. If you were bringing in loads of cash or if you were withdrawing loads of cash, they were concerned about money laundering, which is what the purpose of that CTR and that currency transaction report was all about. This would take it going from $10,000 in cash only to $600 a year on any type of transaction going in or going out of your bank account. You realize that this would be essentially the metadata tracking of everybody's financial activity in the entire country. Now, this is coming on the same footsteps as the $3.5 trillion budget process that includes, along with this, also has in there where they're trying to tax and more strongly regulate digital currencies and the cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin and everything of that sort as well. They are desperate to find more tax revenue. While this $3.5 trillion budget tries to include nearly $3 trillion worth of tax increases on you, the middle class, and everybody in this nation, they're also trying to find ways to get new money, and they're making sure you're not slipping through the cracks. Because if you're paying the kid down the road 20 bucks every time they mow, they mow your lawn, if you pay them more than $600 in a year, and they put it in a bank account, and it totals $1,000 at the end of the year that they mowed your lawn for, guess what? Now they're going to be reported to the IRS. And the IRS is going to track that bank account. Do you realize how sickening, how scary, how pit of the stomach nervous you should be feeling right now if something like this happens? And again, with Democrats in control, it very well could happen. we got to figure out a way to stop this madness. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great republic.
You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. I'm just trying to wrap my head around if I was a banker again and this ended up going through, how busy the life would be. I mean, because it took a good 20 minutes to report one of those CTRs, the currency transaction report at the bank that I worked at. And again, every bank calls it something a little bit different, unique to them, but they have to notify you, hey, we have to fill out this report. Uh, now, here's the thing, and I can say this now because I'm not a banker, but when they're in the banking industry, they can't actually say the exact amount. All they can say is, oh, you were randomly selected for a CTR. We have to submit this form and send it to the government to make sure that you're not money laundering or doing something you're not supposed to with this finances. But for us, when we were trained, we were supposed to fill it out for anyone with a cash transaction over $10,000 on a penny going in or out of a bank account. And it took a while, and it was a pain in the butt, and no one liked actually doing it uh, because it was really difficult, and it's a government document, so it was always very difficult to actually fill out and understand and figure out what the heck's going on. But imagine, if you will, going from $10,000 threshold to every transaction that was $600 or more or that bank account. Now, the again, PolitiFact tried to water it down and say it's not that big of a deal by saying that the government would then have the info on the transaction, but would not actually have any details on your bank account. It says under the pressure, according to politifact.com, under the pre- uh, under the measure, the bank would report, a, uh, report only the total flow, inflow, and outflows of your account, but no details on the individual transactions. Right. Yeah. So again, you get a $600 paycheck every single time it gets reported to the government that, hey, you know what? They got a $600 paycheck. I mean, essentially, we're getting rid of the ne- necessity of the private bank and just centralizing the banking institution, which it already really is. But then it's being done now at the individual level to where the government's going to know exactly how much money is going in, exactly how much money is going out. The next step to that would be we're going to make sure that those transactions are not being done in an illegal manner. And the whole purpose of it was to try and do, again, the quote-unquote tax gap based on how much money's flowing through the private market. And they even admit this. How much money's flowing through the private market, the GDP, based on how much money is actually coming in for tax revenue and that tax gap on what's being done under the radar and cash only that they're not actually getting because they think they're entitled to this money. So remember, when you do a transaction, you reach over the fence and you buy that firearm from your neighbor and you take that and you give them that cash, the government thinks that they should have a tax on that and they should have a transaction part of that process. Number one, to recognize where the firearms are and number two, to get a little extra cash because that's how deluded, how narcissist, and how evil this federal government actually is at the moment, where they say right now the difference between taxes that are owed and collected on businesses and corporations alone are $166 billion a year. $166 billion between the difference in taxes that are coming in and taxes that are quote-unquote owed to the government. Again, you can see it right in the wording on how they phrase this, is that the government's owed this money, they're supposed to get it. The fact that you find some workaround from it and you don't pay the tax means that you're evil and that you're not paying your fair share. Now, the American Bankers Association does oppose this, obviously, because it's a really stupid law, saying, quote, the proposal would create a significant burden on small businesses and communities and banks uh, and add no discernible value to tax enforcement. It is far from clear that requiring banks to report on every single customer's financial account with gross inflows and outflows above $600, creating a mountain of new data, would lead to better tax compliance. This is all about control. This is all about power. Number one, right now, it's about trying to understand the flow of money in the country that they don't grasp right now because the government's not supposed to understand that flow of cash right now in the private market. Number two, it's to get rid of that quote-unquote tax gap of what they are owed and what actually comes in 
But then once they have that type of data, a massive load of data just being dumped into the IRS that they want to triple in size already anyways, then they start doing the metadata of going even further to seeing what those transactions are doing, what you're doing with your money to understand you better and to understand the things that they don't like better, to start shutting off your bank accounts. To start monitoring and saying, all right, they're not allowed to purchase these many firearms anymore. All right, they're not allowed to purchase this much food anymore. All right, they're not allowed to uh, purchase uh, this type of home stuff anymore or, you know, self-help stuff anymore. They're not allowed to do that anymore. Shut down the bank account. The control is scary. Scary. Call your elected officials on this. Make sure that this type of garbage doesn't actually go through. Tisha Powell, when we come back right after the break, stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, you're darn right. You're on. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out today. Radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting, wherever you may be. Trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that 5-pound bag. Trying to rebrand the millennial generation. One radio listener at a time. We are on multiple radio stations, multiple TV stations, live streaming. We're actually doing well on the Facebook today-ish. We get shadow banned on there quite a bit. We are on the Facebook Live. YouTube's still banned until December. I know. (laughs) We do have the Twitter going on, though. Live stream on Twitter, twitch.tv. Also, we have our social media pages of Instagram, TikTok, and OurFreedomBook.com. Also, the website at HoosierReason.com. All of it with the handle at HoosierReason. That's H-O-O-S-E-R Reason and HoosierReason.com. What a story. So we have the IRS now wanting to take over transactions or at least understand transactions, the personal and business bank accounts of every American with uh, with deposits or withdrawals and payments of $600 or more going from $10,000 in cash only down to $600 in every type of transaction because the government's trying to close that quote-unquote tax gap of what they are owed. How dare you try and keep money away from us with the IRS? At the same time, we see this headline from CBS News or CNBC News that the wealthy may be avoiding $163 billion in taxes that they are owed to pay. Yeah. Telling you this wealth uh, redistribution in this division based on wealth status is really absurd. Trying to get people to turn on one another based on that class. Uh, let's talk about some of that and more with our next guest. Super excited to have her on the program. What's trending today? As we look at our next guest, she is a a political analyst, legal analyst, author of the book Liberal Lies, Discover the Lies Being Told by the Liberal Media and the Establishment. 
it's sad. Once you actually tell a lie enough, some people begin to believe it and think it's truth. And how do we start unraveling that mess? Uh, we'll talk about that with our next guest here, Tisha Powell with us. Tisha, how are you, my friend? Good, good. And, you know, we talk about this wealth distribution, and part of the reason I wrote this book is because I grew up in Jamaica, and my father was a real estate developer, and his only crime, he had three properties, and wow. the government came in and said, we got to tax the rich, anybody with more than one home. They taxed us, so they end up taking two of our homes, selling it. They told us they're going to distribute it to the poor, and guess what? They took it for themselves. So we left and came to America, and we're like, this is the land of the opportunity. And then came the Democratic Party, and they're preaching the same thing that was said in the 70s in Jamaica. It's just different people that, that they're preaching it to. So that's why I wrote this book. I want people to know that the government is full of crap, and the government, they just want to get us broke. That's what it's about. Uh, it's well, about taxing us to debt. It's about taking power from us. It is. God bless you for saying that. And I, I'm glad to. that's a perfect segue. And I didn't even know that segueing it into you here because we read we just read the story included in this three and a half trillion dollar federal budget. They're trying to propose at these at the federal level. They want this new, quote unquote, tax gap of any transaction coming in or out of a bank account, personal or business of six hundred dollars or more in a year. If you have a direct deposit going in. That's $600 or more in a year. If you have any expenses coming out, a mortgage, a car payment, a loan payment, student loan payment, a utility bill, whatever, that adds up to $600 in a year, the financial institutions would be required to report your bank account to the IRS to track you so they can track and see where your money's going in and out, what the heck's going on, and as they try to narrow this quote-unquote tax gap of what revenue's coming through the private sector and what they're owed on taxes at the federal level. This is It's absurd. It's a massive centralization of financial institutions at the federal level and with with the fact that we're going through this now like other nations have like you mentioned with jamaica like we've seen with cuba like we've seen with central america all over the place you would think after a while we'd realize that this is kind of a bad thing and we would be shaking in our boots with something like this shouldn't we yes we have a lot to be worried about this is why we tell the people the democratic party cannot stay in power come 2022 we've got to cut this our grab by the Democratic Party, you got to send a Republican. Those tax proposals are going to affect every single American living in America. I, I mean, how many t- average mortgage payments is seventeen hundred dollars? Yeah. So you mean the IRS is going to know exactly what we're paying in our mortgages, exactly when we're eating out, exactly how many people are at our home e- eating food with us, exactly when we're keeping a party with our friends? I mean, this is scary time for us we got to run from big government as soon as we can the big question is why do people run towards it why do we have this crazy progressive movement this bernie sanders movement this alexandria ocasio-cortez movement why do people love centralized government to where they're the victim based on their skin color or gender identification or religion or whatever to where they have to look towards the government and say I'm a victim now, take care of me, or I don't make enough money, please take care of me, or they're a rich person, they don't deserve that much, I need it redistributed to me. Why do we lean towards the government in all society to where we eventually hit this weird breaking point of the government's way too big for us? Because government was created to take power. This has been going on since the time. You know, we got to read our Bible. Government is an evil empire. Of course, you need a government, but we need one of less of the two evil. It's better to get a small government, government like the Republican Party in, only because they're going to want us to 
have more work, so we're going to work on ourselves. We'll have our way more, and we'll have less, less taxes and less government interference. This is what it's about. Big government is going to interfere with your everyday life because that's the way it's a power grab for them. Yeah, it is. We're talking with Tisha Powell. You can find her on the social media at Tisha Powell on Instagram and the other social media as well, plus with her book, uh, Liberal Lies. Let's talk about ways we can start combating some of this. It, I mean, how do we reach... Maybe I mean, I'm 32. I'm a millennial. I don't know if it's my generation's kind of long and gone, unfortunately. Is it reaching the younger generation? Is it trying to re-educate people today? Is it showing them the nations that have been dis- that have been through disasters because of some of this? How do we r- make people realize and wake them up from the travesties that a federal government can do if given enough power? Yeah, we have to reach the younger generation. We've got to educate them on the poison of socialism. You know, I lived in a country where socialism was introduced. And it brought me and my family to poverty. We went from three homes to one. I came to America under Obama. I had five homes. I'm down to one again. You know, it's just the cycle of socialism in this country. The the Democratic Party is a socialist party. And the whole goal is to make us poor. That's the whole goal of socialism. And when they make us poor, they, the government, not the people, they, the government, become rich. Because the money will be going inside first. It trickles to them. They will have a power grab. As you can tell with Hunter Biden getting $10 million. They'll yeah. sell us out. And we'll be left holding the bag. Man, it's a scary thought. It really is scary. Talk about your experience in Jamaica. As you mentioned, I, I'm still trying to wrap my head around the fact the government came to your family and said, sorry, you have too much. You are the rich and elite. We're going to take two homes and sell it to the poor and then just keep it as a government building. I don't know how they get the grounds to do that, but just talk about your experience growing up in Jamaica and what that lifestyle was like. Well, it's the same thing that happened in America where there's two governments and one is more tricky than the other. And they tell you that they, they say, you know, the problem here is the rich. The problem is the rich. Mm-hmm. And people say, oh, the problem is the rich. We're going to get into power. We're going to tax the rich. Oh, is that your plan? And then we're going to trickle the money down to the poor. Sounds like a good plan. The government came in. They looked for everybody. They could see who was rich. People asking people where to pay rent. They saw we had three. They're like, we're going to have to take two. And I remember being a little girl watching my father argue with them, hiring attorneys, and it was it was just of no use. We had to sell the property and pay those taxes. And then we were told that the people took the money and bought properties in the south of France. And we're like, you know what? Let's go to America. This will happen in America. And now we're hearing the same stories again. This yeah. time it's coming from the politicians, the Democratic Party. It's all liberalized. It, it's all, all liberalized. Yeah. To us. Uh, it's very scary. What is the biggest divider, do you think, that's going to cause the most? I mean, what, is it the the economic division of the rich people against the poor people and we don't like them because they have way too much money? Is it the social divide and the identity politics? Is it the uh, now we have the COVID, the mask, non-mask, vaccine, non-vaccine, we need to go after them because they're trying to kill people because they're not you know, taking the vaccine and safe? What do you think is going to be the biggest divider moving forward for us to be prepared for? The social and financial, because they're going to hurt everybody in the pocket. We cannot afford that bill to pass. How can we as American citizens allow IRS to know every single thing we do for the rest of our lives? What is this, a police power nation? Is it that's what the Democratic Party wanted? They wanted to fasten to everybody's business? They want to be gods among us? Is that what they really want? Now they might even ask us to start worshiping them. What's going to come next? 
Yeah. Well, they do tear down anybody religious any, either because you don't be, need to be looking for a higher power. You need to be looking towards the government to solve your issues. Just like every after every school shooting, it's not about God and saying thoughts and prayers. It's about coming to us and saying, do something. We need to do something so that way we can feel empowered as well. we got just about a minute left. We're talking with Tisha Powell. Liberal Lies is the book. Go on uh, Amazon, any other place, and find the book Liberal Lies. Discover the lies being told by the liberal media and the establishment. In about 30, 40 seconds, talk about are we winning this battle and are more people waking up? Are we reaching newer crowds about conservatism, individualism, and potential prosperity without relying on the government? Or are we losing the fight right now? We are going to win this fight 2022 because, you know, the Democratic Party we're going to just reduce them with more Republicans. So we just got to get more grassroots out there. I tell people there's always hope. God is going to fight our battle for us. There's hope. When you have a party like the Democratic Party killing all those babies and calling abortion, it's time for Christians and conservatives to rise up. It's time to rise up, and I think we're doing it. You're right. I see more energy from the Republican side now a year and a half out from the election with candidates running and jumping into races all over the country. I'm hoping that that's the momentum that we're going to see going into those midterm elections. Tisha Powell, find the book Liberal Lies. Discover the lies being told by the liberal media and the establishment. You can find her on the social media as well, Tisha Powell, on Instagram and the Tweety, although I know you've had some issues with Tweety. I've been banned from YouTube till December, so that's nice. But Tisha, we appreciate it very much. I'd love to get you back on the show again soon. All right. Thank you so much. Hey, always a pleasure right there. Great story. Great story. I love it when things fall into place, continuing the great fight and this doing it one step at a time. We'll get her back on the show again real soon. We'll take a break, wrap up the program today for a Monday here on The Voice of Reason. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back, and we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier Holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online helping you defend and preserve this great republic. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. 
You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Last segment here as we wrap up today for a Monday. Thanks again to Tisha Powell coming on the program. Always uh, great to chat with her. Love it. Go check out the book, Liberal Lies. And what a story. What a story to think the government, you have assets and the government just waltzes right in and says, hey, I don't like this. We're going to take it away. Now, seems vaguely familiar with like early Nazism, doesn't it? With, you know, the Jews where they had wealth and the military walk right in, barge into the house, steal all the gold and silver, whatever they had, and just take whatever they wanted, do whatever they wanted to, and then just walk out and be like, hey, it's ours now. You don't you don't have the right to have this. That's what big government in general does, whether you're talking socialist, whether you're talking fascist, because it is kind of the same flavor on there, which I know is a big uh, fiery point for the other side of the aisle. I know. I don't like to hear that. We're not talking about, we just want social, we want democratic socialism, where you just vote to do that if we don't like you. <laughs> because socialism is socialism is socialism. Uh, for those, just to remind you on the other side of the aisle that Hitler ran as a national socialist in the German uh, election in order to get elected before he became the quote-unquote fascist dictator that he was. He ran under the National Socialist Party of Germany. Just to throw that out there, I know that's a very triggering message for some that like socialism and think that socialist is a great mentality, but when we look at the wage, it's all financial. It's all about the money. It's all about money and power. And when you have money, then you have the power. And if you can willingly take money away from people because it's the tax gap, how dare you buy things, quote unquote, black market? How dare you use things in cash and you don't actually get a tax transaction on that? We want to tax every single time that you pay that kid to come and actually mow your lawn. We want to tax you every single time that you go and you take cash out and you go to a gun, uh, uh, some type of gun fair, or you go to a festival, or you go to a rock concert, and you pay that 20 bucks to buy the T-shirt when you go to the rock concert. We need to be there to tax that because how dare you not tax that transaction? How dare you? Now, it's been taxed when it was purchased in the raw material. It was taxed when you purchased and actually hired a company to actually imprint onto the T-shirt. It was taxed when it would actually shipped it to you. It was taxed the entire step of the way. But how dare we didn't tax that last little bit there. And so really, it's like the fourth tax on that item. But by golly, we want that tax on there, too, because we deserve it, because we are the government. And when you can't afford that, we'll just tax the other people, that's why we see this headline, the wealthy may avoid $163 billion in taxes every year. Here's how they can do it. It's because it's in the business. They don't pay themselves out into their individual as an individual, into their private company. They don't write themselves a check and actually pay themselves as much as they should. Why? Because it's a business. And if it's your own personal business that you own, then you hold it in there. And then most of your expenses, you're able to write off through the business. I know it's a, it's a loophole, quote unquote. It's not. It's just the way that people live. I'm starting my own business right now. And guess what? My internet bill, because I use my internet for 90% for the business, is being paid by the business. It's not being paid as an individual to where I get my paycheck and pay it. I just lump it in and it's an expense on the business right now. I can't write taxes off on it, but it shows that there's less income or gross revenue coming in from the business because I have an expense. It's what I do. Most businesses do that, but to think about it, just wrap your head around the concept that every business, every individual, every single bank account in this nation that has a $600 going in or out throughout the entire year would be turned over to the federal government for them to see what the heck's going on. This is levels of socialism, levels of tyranny that we've never seen in this nation before. 
and then they try to scare you. Look at the rich people and how much they don't pay. There's been movements from AOC and those other types. Now, remember, she's the super smart one in Washington, D.C. I am told this is a garbage disposal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's the super smart one in Washington, D.C. She and others have proposed to trying to tax the quote-unquote rich individuals at a 90% rate for all the revenue that they made last year during COVID. Because while others were sitting on food stamps and sitting on the COVID-19 unemployment benefits, they were making billions of dollars. So we need to tax them because how dare they make money? You know, you're trying to work from home and move your stuff virtual and working from home. So someone's created a better a better Zoom call to where you can actually use a video conferencing so you could still work and work from home. Someone created that product for you to use. You spent money to sign up to use it. They made money on it. And now they need to pay 90 percent taxes on that because they don't they shouldn't have made any profits over the last year. That's how stupid this mindset actually is. That's all about money. And when you get the money, it's all about the power. And when you can shut people's money off, when you control people's transactions, when you can start shutting down different industries, like say, uh, I don't know, gun manufacturing, for example, in the Second Amendment, then you can't purchase any. When you shut down or freeze their bank accounts because you're not allowed to spend money on firearms or the manufacturing industry on two-way issues, then guess what? You have all the power and all the control. That's literally the level that we'd be put in. I hate using that word, but that's the level we would be put at if this passes at the federal level, which Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats that are running the House of Representatives are currently debating as we speak. Just to put things into perspective for you, that does it for us today. We have a laundry list of awesomeness to get through all this week, so make sure to stay tuned in. Until then, this is your show. It's time for you to speak up, speak out, speak loud, speak proud, speak the truth, and always speak some reason. This is The Voice of Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. We'll see you on the radio tomorrow. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.